Once again, believe it or not, we're going to make this two weeks in a row now. My name is King. And it's your good friend Jimbo. And you are listening to Stay Tuned Sports. We made it two weeks in a row for the first time since we started this thing back up. Ready? How we doing? Pretty good. I think we should get a hashtag going. An old one, but a new one. What, King showed up? But this time it should be, we showed up. We showed up. We actually did show up. (laughs) Uh, So it's good to hear from you guys once again. Of course, you can always reach us at our Twitter. We love to interact with with you guys uh, through the social medias. Twitter is probably the best way to do that. That is at ST Sports Podcast. That is at ST Sports Podcast. And uh, Jimbo, what's yours? You could get me at Jimbo ST Sports. And uh, so that's the way you can interact with all of us. The show Twitter, uh, my personal Twitter is uh, at King of Skunk Duck. That is K I N G of Skunk Duck. Yep, like a skunk, S K U N K, duck, like a duck. And if you don't know how to spell duck, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Just type in quack quack. Ducks fly together. Just like uh, speaking of that, I, I did like that jersey. Did that you they came see? Out with. I was just going to mention that. Did you see yeah. that? It actually looked pretty good, man. Uh, the uh, the Anaheim Ducks, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, the Mighty Ducky Anaheim Ducks of Anaheim of Los Angeles, California, whatever they're called. Uh, they released their uh, third jersey for this year. This is going to be their 25th anniversary season, so it's a it's a bit of a throwback. It's mostly a throwback. It's uh, it's a black jersey instead of the eggplant, the purple color that they had. Uh, so uh, some people were kind of upset by that, and they have a new shoulder yoke there uh, that uh, some people were upset about. I thought it looked great. I think it looks good. I'm not usually a big fan of black jerseys because, uh, you know, black for black sake is whatever. But they want to kind of meld the eras here, I guess. So they're, they're primarily black jerseys now. So they That's have cool that, idea. and they have the jade and a bit of the eggplant striping and the throwback logo on the front, which is probably the best logo they had, uh, you know, I, which is funny because I remember when they had that logo, everybody hated it. Everybody was like, that's such a cartoony logo. That's such a bad logo. It shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, it's such a Disney-fied logo. We should probably, you know, update that. So then they updated it, but they updated it to something that was kind of meh, to a, to a big duck's foot. And so now you look back at it, and it's like, man, that logo that logo really did look nice. Maybe we should go back to that one full time. <laughs> uh, so, But that's the one. I know there's a couple more uniforms going to be coming out. There's obviously going to be the uh, Winter Classic this year. Uh, whatever jerseys they're going to come up with, that's going to be at Notre Dame Stadium this year, this January 1st, uh, between the Blackhawks surprise and the Boston <laughs> Bruins. The Blackhawks, I think, are in every outdoor game that there's ever whether it's in a winter classic or a stadium series uh the blackhawks seem to be in it 
and also this year is the return engagement of the stadium series for your uh, Philadelphia Flyers as they'll take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at the link. Yeah, I'm hoping to get tickets. Lincoln Financial Field. They released the logo for that as well. Kind of a little more subdued than the other ones. Uh, it's just kind of a keystone with one side orange, one side yellow, which I think it yeah. makes sense for the Battle of Pennsylvania. Although last year seemed to be very Pittsburgh specific, and this year there's really not a lot of Philly uh, identity there, but I don't care. I hate the Flyers, so uh, that really doesn't. Uh, that really, now, you honest, went, like when I saw the logo, I was like, eh, kind of blot to me. Yeah, I was the, the same with the Winter Classic one, too. I was hoping for more, you know, the Frozen Shamrock or whatever. Like, I get it, but I thought it would look you know, again, it could have been worse. But I expected better. Now, granted, anything was better than what they used for the Rangers last year for the 10th anniversary Winter Classic, which looked yeah. like that logo looked like just straight up donkey butt. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. But uh, but you went to the Winter, to not to the Winter Classic, but to the uh, the Stadium Series, stadium series. Uh, last year with uh, the Flyers and Penguins. Uh, yes. Correct. Yeah. So now you are you now you're trying to get the return engagement there. Uh, yeah. This season uh, down uh, in, in Philadelphia. And having been to the link, as much as I hate the Flyers and I hate the Eagles and I hate really everything Philadelphia, uh, it's a very nice stadium. It's a very nice stadium. It is. You know, we got to see Notre Dame play there. They played Temple. That was really cool. Uh, it's just a really cool venue. We got to see Metallica there. Very cool yeah. venue. It was very nice. Uh, I finally got to MetLife Stadium, by the way, the home of my favorite team, the New York Giants, when it comes to football. Unfortunately, my first time ever at MetLife Stadium was not for a New York football Giants game or for a Metallica concert or for a soccer game or for a winter classic or for anything of that nature. Uh, my first visit to MetLife Stadium was to see Taylor Swift perform in the goddamn rain. I feel sorry for you. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't that bad. She puts on a good show. Whether or not you like her music or not, if I take yourself out of that, she she put on an entertaining show. It was entertaining. Two, she was in a skin-tight leotard the whole show, and it was pouring rain. So she's soaking wet in a skin-tight leotard. <laughs> I was fairly entertained. I'm just going to put it like that. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I, I, I wasn't adverse to the situation. Uh, that was going on there. Yeah, I was getting rain on. I had one of those, you know, cheap little uh, plastic ponchos that cost two cents to make, and they charge you five dollars at the oh, stadium. You them down of, there. What's that? You bought the ponchos down there? Yeah, no, because we, we knew it was going to rain. We were like, I was like, yeah, you want to buy ponchos? You we want to get something like that? And and the the girlfriend was like, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I don't mind getting rain on. I don't mind getting rained on. And then we're in the stadium, and it starts to drizzle a little bit. And I show her the radar on my phone. I'm like, this is what's coming, just to let you know. And uh, then she went and bought the poncho. <laughs> she was like, okay. And, uh, I mean, we still ended up getting soaked anyway. The rain was that heavy. Like, the, pon the ponchos, they do nothing. Uh, so we still ended up getting wet. But she had a good time. I had a blast watching her. She had a good time. I had a blast watching Taylor Swift. I, I myself had a good time. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was, uh, it was interesting. And I got to say, MetLife, nice stadium, man. It's a really nice stadium. Nice place. Uh, now, how long has it been open? Uh, when when did that open? Uh, what, 2012? Like 12, right? somewhere around there. Yeah, they're fairly recent. It's not it's not 10 years old yet. Okay. Uh, the funny thing is that it, 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 the sight lines are almost exactly like Giant Stadium used to be. 
Like it, it's almost like they just rebuilt Giant Stadium, but just maybe you know they, they added all the amenities and made the concourses bigger and stuff like that. But the sight line, because Giant Stadium sight lines were great. There was never there's not a bad seat in Giant Stadium's house, and from what my uh, experience there at MetLife is, there's really not a bad seat at MetLife either. You know, so you you wouldn't you would have saw. Deshaun Jackson run it back perfectly. You are so you know, for Miracle of Meadowlands. Dick, <laughs> well, you just you're just a dick. And the the problem is, like, I always thought that this was going to be the worst I'd have to endure. I'd be like, oh, you know, he's talking about the Miracle of Meadowlands two and Deshaun Jackson and blah, 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 blah. but I'd always be able to throw the rings out and be like, you know, what you got. You ain't got nothing. Not you now. got nothing. <laughs> but now you got. Now I have to. Now I have to go to the Yankee argument, which is, well, you don't have as many, so kiss my ass. You yeah, know. you got one of our guys. And it's 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 still not as bad as the Cowboys who try to throw the rings out, but it's been like 22 years since they've actually done anything. So Speaking like the Giants the just won a couple rings. years ago. Okay. Did you see what uh? Jason Peters, our left tackle. I guess a lot of Cowboys fans are still giving him like a lot of crap. Okay. That uh, that we got lucky. And he said, "Well, I guess you haven't been lucky for 20 years. <laughs> Something, you know, it's, it was perfect." But see, here's a th- here, here's the thing that that I look over there, and, and this is where I'll give credit where credits to as much as I hate the Eagles. And trust me, I hate the goddamn Eagles. Um, <laughs> the, your last year was not luck. It was it wasn't a lucky year. The, the Eagles didn't fluke into the Super Bowl. The Eagles didn't fluke into the playoffs. The Eagles were the number one seed. The Eagles won the games they were supposed to win. Some people could say, oh, well, they had a weak schedule because they were bad the last year. And that's fine. That's an understandable argument. But what team doesn't take advantage of a weaker schedule? You're gonna, you're, you yeah. can only beat the teams that are in front of you. That's who you're scheduled for. So that's what it is. So the Eagles took advantage of that. They were a farly, a, 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 a much improved team uh, over the year before. Carson Wentz was a superstar. He was a stud until, until he got hurt. And then Nick Foles, yeah. who was a stud in Philadelphia when he filled in. Then he got traded around, was kind of crap. He was crap at the Rams. He was crap at all that kind of stuff. Kind of considered retirement. Wasn't really doing anything. He went back to Philadelphia to just kind of back up there for something about the Philly water or something. Nick Foles, once again, turned into a superstar, getting the, the Eagles to the Super Bowl and winning it with some gutsy play calling, good plays, game management. The Eagles, and plus that Eagles defense, uh, the, the, the the one thing, uh, and that's the thing, being, being a Giants fan, it's hard to say this, it's hard to do this, but the, the fact of the matter is, uh, the last, last year was not luck. It was not a fluke. Uh, no. the, the Eagles were, were the best team in the NFC. Uh, you don't want to talk about a fluke. You know, a fluke is the fact that they played the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Because the Vikings should have lost that game. Outside of a, a terrible play by, well, who was it, Coleman? I think it was on that on that uh, that last play. That uh, Oh, they, against the Saints? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was Coleman. I can't remember. Uh, but either way, like if it's not for his boneheaded play... Yeah. It's the, it's the Saints versus the Eagles. And then who knows? Because the Saints and Breeze... <clears throat> You know, the, the, the Saints may not have had any defense, but even the Eagles' defense was going to have a problem stopping that offense. Exactly. So, you know, looking at it, you know, that that was a fluke. The fact that the Vikings were a fluke, and, they, and again, it showed they were a fluke because the Eagles stomped a mud hole in them in the NFC Championship game. Uh, and then they beat the best quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. That is Tom Brady, and I'll believe, I will say that to the end of time. Well, uh, second best quarterback. 
What if you say like freaking Foles or Wentz? Montana. No, 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 no. Montana's the greatest. No, he's not. Montana never lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's never been to eight. He went to four and he won four. Congratulations. Tom Brady has gone to eight Super Bowl. What is it? Eight? He's gone to eight. The Patriots have themselves gone to ten. And it's the Patriots ridiculous. have Coughlin High School, a middle school, and a grade school in their division. Great. You still what if their division sucks? Once you get in the playoffs, the division doesn't matter. You still have to play the best teams in the AFC. They have to play. They beat the Peyton Manning Colts. They beat the Steelers. They've beaten the Broncos. They've beaten the teams that they've needed to beat to get yes, to the Super did, Bowl all Tom those Brady. years. Yes, Tom Brady. Tom Brady leads that team. I hate to tell you that. And for most years, Tom Brady's the only thing that team had. There were years where they didn't have a running game. Look at just look at the the, the pieces that leave New England and try to go somewhere else, and then look what happens to them. They do nothing. Nobody does anything. The one constant in New England is Brady. Brady, I'm sorry, and, and this goes to our LeBron argument that we have. I'm sorry, much like LeBron, Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the history of the NFL, maybe the best football player in the history of the NFL, and I don't think there's much of an argument. And I'm a Giants well, fan. What would you I say hate then? the Patriots. But you what have would you to say then if, if Tom Brady went to a different team and didn't play as well? Would would you say that was a Brian Bill at this, or a point, at, at, at this point in his career, I don't know what you would say about that. Would you say that it's because it's the team, or would you say it's because of age? Now, again, I don't know what he's shown in New England. I don't know if you could say it was his age, or if he wouldn't play well. But here's the thing: if he went to another team, I still think that team would be marketably better. I do much like LeBron. LeBron going to the Lakers automatically made the Lakers a, a Western Conference favorite for the NBA Finals. Automatically. Just one player. One player has made the Lakers a favorite. Well, I'm not now, let's say if, he, if Tom Brady for some reason... Not make them better. If, if Tom Brady for, for, for some reason, you know, got traded or, for, you know, had a stroke and decided to go to the Browns. Let's say Tom Brady went to the Browns. The okay. Browns would be a playoff team. Would they win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I'm not willing to go that far. But the Browns would win the playoff. Would, would get into the playoffs? Absolutely. I think Tom I Brady can know. make that much of a difference just in leadership, just in the air of the locker room. He would go in there and it would change because you know the, he's not just the same old same old. There's a guy who has done it, who has done it, who's the greatest. Just his word would carry so much weight with it. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tom Brady is that kind of player to me, and that's why I put him and LeBron on that same kind of level. They're, they simply are. They're just there is there is no there's there's no question. LeBron makes whatever team he goes to better, and and Brady makes that team. Now, is it the fact that he also plays with Belichick? Is that, I, I'm, I'm I'm I absolutely understand that. I absolutely I'm I'm not giving you know I'm not saying that it's all Brady. It's obviously Belichick. And the way he's coached, that dude's a mad genius. But here's the thing, too. Yeah. Belichick was a coach for the Browns. And he coached the New England Patriots for, what, two years before uh, uh, Brady got hurt when Blitzo, uh, when, uh, Blitzo when Brady got, got in hurt. because Blitzo got hurt because of goddamn yeah. Mo Lewis. I remember watching that <laughs> game. And Mo Lewis knocked him out. And it's like, oh, the Patriots are really going to suck now. Whoops. Little did we know. Uh, <laughs> but 
you know, Belichick wasn't doing too much without without Brady. So it yeah, could be he wasn't one of those. Yet. It could. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a little bit of that duality thing, you know. And the funny thing is, I sit it back and I remember when everybody was talking about the great underdog story that was Tom Brady. This this guy from Michigan didn't do much, you know. Wasn't he went sixth round? Uh, nobody thought he would be anything. Blah 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 blah. Now here he is. You know, he looked up to Montana as a kid growing up in the Bay Area, and now he's playing in the Super Bowl. And how crazy story and all is how cute it was and everything like that. And now you fast forward, and everybody hates him because he's the he's the big guy. You know, he's he's the he's the you know he's the uh, the, the favorite in everything. He's not. I mean, he hasn't been the underdog well, in, in I think in that kind of goes twenty back years. To what you said about LeBron and ESPN. When it's football season, that's all they talk about, Tom Brady. And I think that's, that might be why. But there's a reason. But there's a reason everybody talks about him. Because why, why wouldn't you? You have to. Because he's that good. He's absolutely I'm not, that good. I'm not saying he's not bad. I'm not saying... I, I don't think he's the greatest. I, I agree oh, with you. That he does. By far, I, I, I think he's the greatest, and I don't think there's much of an argument. The same with LeBron. Like you, you asked me a question on Twitter uh, earlier this week. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter at Jimbo uh, St Sports at King of Skunk Duck, and of course at St Sports Podcast for the show. Uh, but Jimbo asked me a question on Twitter earlier this week about uh, where LeBron James would fit. As far as the all-time Laker greats, where would he fit in there? And I told him straight up, LeBron James is the greatest player to ever put a Lakers jersey on, and he hasn't put one on yet. But once he does, he's the greatest player to ever put on a Lakers jersey, and there's not a question about it. Well, what about Will Chamberlain? What about Will Chamberlain? Oh, well, what about uh, Kareem Abdul? What about Kobe? What about Magic? What about Chad? Look at the, just look at their numbers. Look at everything like that. No, Magic still needed that whole team around him in order to do that, and that's great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Magic was obviously yeah. an all-time great. Shaq, all-time great. Kobe is an all-time great. And and here's the thing too, Kobe is is Mr. Laker. He's an all-time Laker. Like, yeah. that's never going to change. LeBron James is never going to become Mr. Laker. It's just that's not, what's, that's not what we're talking about. Kobe is Mr. Laker. He's going to be Mr. Laker until he's dead and even after he's dead. He's purple and gold through and through. That's fine. But if we're talking about who's the best player to ever wear a Lakers uniform, it's LeBron James. And it's not even close. LeBron James is... So much, so far and above what Kobe was, it's a, it's laughable that it, people are even making that comparison. It's laughable. But if he's the greatest of all time, like you said, Kobe's the the face of Lakers, right? Wouldn't you want LeBron to? Wouldn't you want someone to think like that with LeBron? What do you mean? Like to be like, like Mr. Laker? No, Mr. Laker. Because yeah. he no, because he is what he is. He jumps around. He's gone from team to team. He's gone from Cleveland to Miami. Went back to Cleveland. A bunch of teams scored him. He's going like he's a journeyman. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with being the greatest player of all time and going from team to team. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people seem to think that. Well, yeah, he's stayed with one team. He didn't been like why? Why does it have to be that way? It doesn't have to be that the player has to stay with the team in order to be considered an all-time great. That's not. That's not how this works. 
That's not how any of this works. That's how it's, it's never worked that way. A lot of people have that old school mentality of like, oh, so is, is, does that mean Joe Montana is no longer thought of as one of the greatest of all times because he played with the goddamn Kansas City Chiefs? Is that why? And he almost made the playoffs. He almost made the Super Bowl with them. What happens if he would have well, won a Super Bowl though. with them? Didn't, didn't Montana get traded? So what if he got traded? It doesn't matter. He played with a different so he team. He had no choice. He played with a different No, You don't think Montana had a choice? When it, came, when it comes down to trades. Montana absolutely had a choice. I guarantee you he had a no trade. I guarantee you he had veto power anyway. But he knew he read the writing on the wall. The, San, the Niners wanted to go in a different direction. They were going to Steve Young. They figured Montana was done. Montana didn't have anything left. So Montana, who would want to stay in that environment anyway? So Montana's like, all right, fine. Screw you. Trade me. So they traded him to the Chiefs. And then the Chiefs almost made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So if you were, imagine that. Imagine if he would have won the Super Bowl. With the Chiefs, does that all of a sudden make him not part of one of the greatest of all time? Or does that make him more of the greatest? That would make him more of the greatest. LeBron has made it to eight straight NBA Finals. He's won championships in Miami and Cleveland. Cleveland, of all places. Yeah, he had Kyrie Irving there, too. And J.T. Thomas before he went, you know, screwy and, and actually turned into a mentally retarded person. And then <laughs> forgot how to play basketball or tweet or do anything. And then Wait, the fact that are you this year, J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 turning mentally retarded now. Uh, <laughs> you know, and the fact of the matter is, the fact that he actually got the Cavaliers to the NBA Finals this year. I don't know. We've talked about this a bunch. We're going to be moving on in a second. But yeah. just it's it's it has to be emphatically said. The fact that he got that team to the finals with nobody on that team. There's nobody on the team. And that's the thing. The Cavaliers went from being an NBA Finals team to last in the Eastern Conference, which is something because the Eastern Conference sucks in the NBA. Yeah. The fact that that team has gone from that, from from the, the Finals to garbage, just because one person and the Lakers went from Lonzo Ball trash to now one of the favorites in the West because of one player... I'm sorry. He's the he's the greatest that has ever played in the NBA. The stats bear that out. Just the eyeball test bears it out. Everything bears it out. The only reason people say he does it is because people want to hate on him. Because of the ESPN coverage. Because of all that he is. He's not a super press savvy guy. He's not well, before you know, we move on. A big media guy, just but remember that's just our what bet. he is. You remember what? Just remember our bet. I remember it had something week. to do with the finals, but I can't remember exactly. I have to go back to the files and and, and listen to what the hell I actually what did what did we bet? We we well, it was more of just you. If the Cavaliers win the NBA championship next year, you are going to Times Square. I oh. think you said naked. Oh, oh that's what. Oh, yeah, be, yeah, because there's nothing. I'm sorry. I could bet anything. I could have bet that I'll go and 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 touch myself on the moon, because it's just it's <laughs> not gonna dude. That's not gonna happen. I could bet anything. I could I could I could really bet the most ridiculous thing ever. I could say, I I I bet my my both my testicles in a knife fight with a Chinese chicken. And I'm gonna. I'm. I am. I'm sleeping safe and soundly because the, the Cavaliers aren't aren't sniffing 14th place, let alone uh, sniffing the playoffs or even the NBA finals. So I'm set on that. I'm not with that. I am completely and utterly not worried. However, 
One person that I think should have been worried, uh, considering everything that's been going on uh, with some of the things that he has done, was one Mr. Conor McGregor. But I've I've been one of the people to say, I don't think so. I don't think he was ever worried. I don't think anybody around him was ever worried because I have thought from the beginning that everything that happened with him was one big wrestling work, one big WWE kind of uh, promo backstage segment. It was planned. It was a work, brother. And... Uh, I'm sorry, I think today's news bears that out. Jimbo, what happened today with our good old Irish friend, the Conor McGregor? Well, he uh, he agreed to a plea deal. Um, got no jail time. Uh, the DA dropped the, the felony charges, and I believe it was the misdemeanors he plead uh, guilty to. Okay, so he pled guilty to, uh, from what I see here, one count of, what was it, aggravated assault? Yes. Aggravated, so basically a misdemeanor. Uh, he's getting no jail time, will not have a criminal record, will not affect his travel or work visas whatsoever, and he's free to fight uh, as basically as soon as he wants. This, yes. this is going to be my take on this. And this is where we might get we might get a little Godzilla King here. We might get you know I just saw the trailer for Godzilla King <laughs> of the Monsters. I might turn dude, into it, looks it here. Awesome. So, oh, dude, doesn't that look great? A uh, free plug here, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Go look at uh, this. This is a wrestling shoot. This is a work. This is something lifted straight from Vince McMahon, straight from the WWE. This was a backstage segment. Is what this was. That whole bus attack at Barclays, uh, which, by the way, happened on WrestleMania weekend. Just yeah. saying. So the UFC was kind of looking to grab some headlines when WrestleMania was getting all the headlines. Uh, and just look what it... Here's the thing. When you look at it, look at all the footage of that, that, that there was. Why was there a camera in the bus? And here's the thing, it wasn't a cell phone camera, it was an actual camera. Because as my good friend uh, from another podcast that I talked to, Hammy, pointed out, is that the camera that was inside the bus during the quote-unquote attack uh, had already had a preset ISO set on it for exposure. So when he threw that dolly at the window and it broke the window, you saw right before the dolly hit the window, the, the automatic ISO, the, the exposure changed on the camera. Okay. Now, so you had a camera in a bus, you had all these crystal clear HD looking cameras, not security cameras, like that usual crappy security cameras that you get everywhere. These crystal clear camera looks, like somebody just went out and bought GoPros, put them everywhere, have a, have a professional cameraman on the bus doing all of this while Conor McGregor does all this set up perfectly uh, uh, to, to have this event, grab the headlines, do all that kind of stuff. It was a work. It was an absolute work as the wrestling well, lingo goes. I'll agree goes. with you to a point. No, there's no no, there's no giving it to a point. There's no giving but, but it... The, the point could change. No, absolutely not. Why is there a chance of being arrested and jail time and all that stuff? No, because I think because I don't think the window was meant to break. I think that was part of the swerve, bro. I think that was one of the things that wasn't supposed to happen. I thought we were supposed to bounce off there, do all that kind of stuff. I think it actually broke the window. I don't think anybody was supposed to get glass in their eye. I don't think any of that. But this is then goes to my other point. 
which is why wasn't he immediately goddamn fired? If this is any 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 other job, any other company, any other organization, whether it's a fighting company, a boxing organization, wrestling, like if this was WWE and somebody did this just as a shoot instead of a work, like like the UFC was trying to say, like oh this was all for real, this was all for real, he would have been at the very least immediately suspended without pay indefinitely until further investigation and that didn't happen well, in like which case it, what should have happened Connor so big yeah no 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 no, no, no there's no big there's no big for that when you cost how four or five fighters you cost them a paycheck you cost the company itself millions of dollars because of this if this wasn't planned by the company and this was just connor being connor then he's fired he's never working in ufc again if he's just doing this on his own he's never doing it again but again he wasn't doing it on his own he wasn't doing this just out of randomness you know why he did it because dana white told him to that's why ufc told him to why to grab headlines boy did he grab them he got them but it's it, it was so obvious a work and now let's fast forward a little bit again let's not even talk about all the camera stuff and how immediately it went up on the ufc social media twitter instagram all that stuff all this footage wouldn't this stuff be ones that you, you maybe not want to have out there you're like you want to see one of your fighters going crazy breaking yeah. bus windows hurting your other fighters costing them money putting your main event putting your show in jeopardy that's not something you want to broadcast to the world ufc did though ufc did why because they wanted the attention this was done because connor was told to do it and look at how he does it look at everybody there he's allowed to do it he throws a couple of things he throws all these things with nobody really ever trying to stop him. Everybody's doing, everybody's acting like a like a wrestling ref. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, stop that, man! Hey, don't do that! Nobody's grabbing him. Nobody's touching him. Nobody's physically trying to get the stuff out of his hands. If this was legitimate, if this was legitimate, crazy man, Conor McGregor, security would have tackled his ass to the ground. Yeah, he could beat up yeah. one person, maybe two, but you get five security guards knocking that son bitch on the ground. He's going to the ground. Yeah, you notice that didn't happen. McGregor and was never touched. On to your point, it wasn't just him. Also, I think there was like ten of them. It was a gang of them, and not one got arrested. Like, like I said, right there on the spot. When, when it all got you know done, Connor disappeared. So, wouldn't the cops first talk to those other people that were there? Where's Connor at? This and that. Dude. No one knew where he was. Dude, it was such a work done by UFC. And you know what? We, we, we've seen it. We've seen it turn its head again with, uh, with, with just, uh, what, two weeks ago, Brock Lesnar and Daniel Cormier having yeah. one of the better wrestling promos I've ever heard Brock Lesnar give, even without and, Paul dude, Heyman by his side. It. And, and Cormier Pona. And, you know, here's the thing. <clears throat> These two are friends. Their kids play together. They work yeah. out together. These guys are friends. So, I mean, that whole thing. And you saw them. You saw Dana White 
cracking up. You saw Joe Rogan trying to hide his smile. Everybody, the only yeah. one who didn't know was the short little Spanish midget guy. He's the only one who didn't know that it was <laughs> yeah, a work, and he tried to push Lesnar. But you know, the 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 thing here is is you know, UFC has turned that corner from sports to sports entertainment. I'm sorry. They have. Yeah. And I, you know what? I, I the, the whole Conor McGregor thing, that was the word. And that was the first thing I said, because everybody came out with it, and I, I, I said it then. I said, watch. I said, if he's not either indefinitely suspended or fired within like the next two or three days because of this incident, then it was absolutely set up by UFC. And, and it was a total work, and they worked everybody. And sure enough, what was it, two or three days later, Dana White comes out and says, well, we're going to wait for investigation. We're not going to do anything with Conor right now. But I was like, but hey, if you want to see the footage, go to go to UFC's Twitter, at UFC, and look at us yeah. on Instagram. And it's like, all of a sudden, it became, wow, why do you think they did that? It got everybody going to their Twitter. Got everybody going to UFC.com. It got them all over ESPN. It got them all over Fox Sports. It got them all over NBC Sports Network. It got them everywhere. It got them on on, on actual main news. Everybody yeah. for that for that 48, 72-hour period was talking about Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? And that's, again, you can't buy that kind of publicity. And so I don't. I'm not. Exa- I'm not saying if I. I'm, I'm not saying I exactly fault UFC for that. But now, my ire, I'm, I'm pointing it directly at the MMA fans because these scumbags, these sons of bitches, and I'm gonna. Say, I'm. 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 I'm gonna go off on this. You scumbags have shit and pissed all over wrestling and wrestling fans. Since the beginning, the way you know how boxing fans piss and shit all over MMA, saying it's not a real sport, you know, it's really bad, it's not anything like that. You know, you guys put, oh, it's a fake fighting, fake wrestling, and yeah, you know, it's scripted. Yeah, so what? That that, that part doesn't bother me. But how you you instantly turn and disrespect anybody who goes towards that, you know, who looks like after their fighting career, hey, maybe I don't want to get punched in the face anymore. Let me try wrestling. Oh, what is coming? Oh, he, 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 he turned it back on us. He, he didn't turn it back on you. He was going to make money. You want to make actual money, you go to WWE. If you're big enough, even if you're not, you can work in. I mean, look at Matt Riddle. You know, yeah. he, he couldn't do any of the, the, the MMAs because he likes the weed. Just a little. Just a little bit. Just a <laughs> smidge, from what I understand. Is he's, he likes the weed occasionally, in moderation, from what I understand. But um, to a point, I, I do agree with you. I've been learning, like, over the past couple of years, there's two different kinds of MMA fans. There's the ones that are like me who I, I could respect Rousey for going to WWE. I don't like her, but I could respect for that decision. Then you have the other MMA fans who are wearing the Affliction shirts and shoulders bra and when the fights are going on they go to the ground or booing those are the MMA fans I can't stand but that's a lot of the MMA fans and I hate to tell you because I know you're not one of them but that's that's the MMA fan those are the guys that are calling up to Sirius XM those are the guys that are you know doing you know trying to, to, to call up radio shows and trying to make their voices hey bro you know this is what you know how is this bro? and it's a very it's a very tribal mindset which is you know a, a point that I've heard a couple people make about it is that you know it, it seems like once an MMA fighter 
wants to leave MMA and do something else, it has to be something that the MMA fans agree with. Because if it's not, yeah. then F you. Everything's wrong. You know, everything like that. Like uh, uh, Michael Bisping, he went to become a Fox announcer. And call yeah. that stuff. Well, all the MMA fans should be fine with that. Oh, okay, Mr. Bisping. Oh, yeah, no, everything like that. Ronda Rousey, she leaves MMA. Now, granted, she was getting some some flack beforehand, but you know, so she she leaves MMA, goes to wrestling. Oh, fake fighter. Oh, she was never a real fake fighter. Listen, the whole reason there's even a women's division in MMA is because of Ronda Rousey. I hate to tell you guys that. Well, in UFC, yeah. I don't. Yeah, but UFC was the biggest. What you're gonna? What you're gonna say? Uh, 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 Gina Carano? Yeah. No. Gina Carano. Yeah, I'm sorry. Course. Gina Carano was cute, but she couldn't fight for for nothing. Ronda Rousey. And also women's Cyborg. At, yeah, but Cyborg had Cyborg and, and 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 Rousey were kind of the same time. But that's the thing. Rousey was what was making it in UFC. And you know what? Yeah. If it wasn't for Rousey making her name in UFC, I'd have never heard of Cyborg. Nobody would have. Yeah, <clears throat> and you know what? That's 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 one reason why I was okay with her being inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame so uh, like so quick. No, because she—that's the thing. She is the patron saint of. She's a she she she's a hoist Gracie of yes of 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 women's MMA. She is. She's the poster child. She was like the first in there. She was the first name. Like, back when UFC was still in its, you know, uh, let's just throw people in there and see them kill each yeah. other. That was Hoist Gracie. You know what I mean? He was that early face of UFC. Now, I mean, that, and Ronda was that face. And as much as people may not like, oh, screw Rousey, oh, she's a fake fighter now. You know what? In one event, Ronda Rousey made more money and performed in front of more people than she ever did in UFC combined. Or at least in the last four fights. In the last four fights, compared to like at her performance at WrestleMania, she performed in roughly in front of roughly eighty thousand people. Okay. <clears throat> now most arenas hold between like fifteen or twenty thousand. Even if we round it up to twenty thousand, that means that in one event, she performed in front of a crowd that was probably larger than her last four UFC fights. In yeah. one event. And in her, the money that she made is by far more than she was making in UFC. And I know Conor McGregor was poo-pooing wrestling and wrestling people and all that kind of stuff. But, like, he found out with boxing. I'm, you know, I hate to say it. The money's not in MMA. As everybody wants to say, oh, you know. And then that's when you get the MMA hipsters. Oh, oh yeah. when you well, go you know, they, why they want to go anywhere. You know, why do they want to do anything? Why do they want to do that? They should stay there and get their faces punched in for 30 grand a fight. Are you kidding me? Even for 100 not, not grand a fight. Not much. F you. Why would you do that? Brock Lesnar does it because I think he just, he just has fun getting beat up and beating up other people. But that's the thing. Brock Lesnar gets $500,000 to show his face. Not even to wrestle. Just yeah. to show up on Monday Night Raw. He doesn't have to speak. Paul Heyman speaks for him. He still gets $500,000 just to walk out. And you people want to sit there and say, well, wrestling's not real. Wrestling's bad. Wrestling's terrible. Screw wrestling and wrestling fans. Why? Why would you do that? It makes no sense to me. 
MMA fans are the goddamn worst. All of you are. I hate Not every all. single MMA fan. I'm going to include you in that too, Jimbo. <laughs> MMA fans are just the worst. They're scummy people. And I don't want to, you know, and I'm turning this kind of with a defending wrestling thing, but I don't want it to be so much a defending wrestling thing, so much it is a, a, a demolishing of MMA and its fans. And I'll tell you what, at the UFC card that they recently, what was that, 226? If anything yeah. that happened, if that's the future of the MMA, why would I, why, why would I watch UFC? I don't care if it's scripted or not. That was, but that was more boring than than watching paint dry. Are you out of your mind? If that's the future of the UFC, if that's the future of MMA, no wonder they're doing wrestling promos. No wonder they're having Brock Lesnar come back. No wonder they're stealing all these Vince McMahon ideas, and why Dana White's trying to be like Vince McMahon. No wonder. Because they got to do something to get people to watch. Because nobody's going to watch that crap. Brock Lesnar was right on that thing. He watched one of the most sorry excuses for heavyweight fighting and a UFC bout that I have ever seen. That Dude, event, that, that entire event was horrendous. From, from the pre-show to the final fight, that event was garbage. Garbage. And you want to know That's something? That's why I'm hoping... That's why I'm hoping the bare knuckle boxing really takes off. That, think, and you know I what? That, that might be the next thing. But again, that's going to be something where guys are making 20, 30 grand a fight to get their jaw broken and eye sockets pummeled and nose turned into dust. You know what? Yeah. When you're wrestling, the worst thing you got to worry about is maybe get an ACL tear. You know, maybe you take a bad bump, maybe you get a concussion, you got to sit out for a while. You know what? You're not breaking bones, you're not breaking faces. You know, unless somebody does a wrong move, in which case then you're really screwed. But you know, yeah. it, it's 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 far more money. Yeah, it's scripted, but it's more entertaining too. The most boring WWE pay per view is still more interesting than that last UFC fight, by far, and it's not even close. And for well, somebody to sit there and try that. to say otherwise is, is is I would I would rather watch Backlash five times, and that was a terrible pay per view. I'd rather watch Backlash than watch UFC two two six, or anything else that might be coming down the pipe for. I'll, I, how I'll, about I might watch. How about Godzilla ninety eight? Wait, I watched that over Godzilla? UFC. Uh, yes. Ooh, ooh. That's <laughs> ooh, we're getting kind of we're getting kind of to equal levels of terrible. I, I so, probably so would watch. We're drawing the line. I, I would probably watch Godzilla '98. I'll tell you what, because at least uh, Maria Pantaleon, Pantaleon, whatever the hell her name was, she was kind of cute. <laughs> she was a she was a bit of a cutie, so she's fine. Uh, but anyway, so there's that. Uh, what do you think? about the whole Conor McGregor situation, the current state of UFC in general, uh, you can go ahead and let us know on our Twitter. at is at ST Sports Podcast, at ST Sports Podcast. We'll be putting out a question, maybe even a poll about that for you guys to go ahead and I think and we should answer. start doing some polls. Yeah, well, well, first of all, you know, you could do as many polls as you want. But uh, I'm gonna I put got up pictures a, to show you. Oh, <laughs> please no. Please. I've already seen enough of your pictures. I don't need to see any more of those. <laughs> Uh, that's not... I gotta make sure I scrub them from Twitter. Uh, please tell me you didn't post those to Twitter. <laughs> I hope I didn't. But once moonshine gets to me, I, I don't know what goes on. I saw... Yeah, I saw you had the banana moonshine to, to go to our yeah. moonshine discussion last week. I, I did not like the banana moonshine. 
due to the fiance. I, I don't know how we got to the point, but she, uh, Ric Flair shot me. Woo! Dude, I mean, I got, I had a welt on my chest. Yeah, dude, chops ain't no joke. Her. Chops ain't no joke. And that's why, man, you can do chop. Whether you're a female, male, whatever, you get a good whip on that arm. Yeah. A chop is a chop. That's the one thing I learned in wrestling school. They said you can try to roll out anything, and, you, you know, we try to make sure that you take impacts and bumps, and, you know, we try to tell you to work out as safe as possible, but you can't fake a chop. And so <laughs> they used to, they, I mean, at the end of every session, we used to tie us up in the corner, you know, tie up in the ropes there, and yeah. uh, everybody that was in the class would get a shot at just giving you a chop. Man, that'll wake you the F up. <laughs> That was fun stuff, though. Uh, also... So let me ask you, though. Okay. Kind of go back to the, the Connor thing. And I guess if you want to kind of bring wrestling into it. So the rumor is that Connor um, is going to be fighting the, the Russian guy that he was going after that right, day. Right, 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 right. So I guess you would say Connor's the heel right now? Right, yeah, no, he'd be, yeah, he, he'll put it. And listen, he plays that aspect very well. So who are you going to root for, then, if they fight? Well, I always root for the heel anyway. So you know, I like my I like my Kevin Owens. I like uh, I like my uh, uh, the Miz. Uh, Randy Orton's a heel now, so I, 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 he's so much better as a okay. heel. Something like that. So I would root for I would root for Connor. But the thing is, like, I'm so disinterested in MMA because of MMA fans and just. Uh, the general state of the UFC, anyway. Like, I'm not even sure. Like, I, like, I, I, yeah, I'd root for Connor, but I, I don't even know if I'd watch. I don't know if I'd watch that. I really don't. That was actually gonna be my next question. I honestly don't. It. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I honestly don't think so. I mean, I might watch Lesnar Cormier when it happens early next year, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, you, there's, you know, what's you that? know me as as the best. Um, Connor no. fan out there. Oh, I, I was gonna say you, you know me as the best. No, no, I don't. But continue. But I, I may, I may root for the Russian, just so this whole thing blows up in UFC's face. Because I think they want Connor to come back to get the belt, to do another Russian fight. But if the Russian beats him, then there's no reason. He's getting yeah. There's it, no reason. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you this. By WrestleMania 36, Connor's going to be in WWE. The money's too good. He's too good at it. He'll do it. If he gets a Brock Lesnar-esque deal where he gets five 500 grand just for showing up, oh, he'll be in WWE. Even if it's quick. half of that. Oh, he'll be. If it's 250 and 500 for a match. Because that's it. Lesnar gets, five, it. Lesnar gets 500 grand for a match or for, for showing up. He gets a million for wrestling a match. Every match he wrestles, he gets he gets a million dollars. And that's roughly what twenty minutes, half hour. And for Brock Lesnar, it's ten to fifteen minutes tops. So basically, three rounds in the UFC. Yeah, Brock Lesnar does not do thirty-minute matches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's just not what he does. That son of a bitch starts sweating when he walks through the ropes. You'll see. He turns <laughs> purple. You know, he turns to a giant, big purple guy. He turns into grimace. <laughs> you know. So. Stop making fun of my buddy. Uh, so I mean that's 
that is what it is. I'm not sure if I'll watch. Hey, that's another poll that we could put up with the next Connor fight because you know there'll be one. Uh, but yeah. are you are you interested? Who would you root for, or would you just not watch? That's another poll we'll go ahead and put up there on uh, on our Twitter at ST Sports Podcast. Uh, this week, though, Jimbo. It's, it was well. It was literally Christmas in July, as we just passed the twenty fifth of of July. But oh, uh, yes, yes, it also is kind of Christmas in July for another reason because NFL training camps have opened, Woo-hoo. and uh, the Eagles begin their defense of their Super Bowl title uh, in a tough division. I think it'll be this year. Uh, I think a lot of the teams are improved. Uh, some maybe I, I more than I others. Think, I still think it's going to be a Giants-Eagles. Which would be nice. I'd like to see that. Uh, you have the yeah. Patriots uh, coming back to try to defend their AFC crown and see if Brady can get one more ring, uh, which would be, what, six for him? Six out of out of nine Super Bowl? Yeah, if, something if, like that. Think about that. Uh, the Steelers trying to make one last go of it while they still have uh, Le'Veon Bell because we sure as hell know he ain't going to be there next year. Uh, is there going to be a dark horse coming up somewhere? What will the Browns look like? Is Baker Mayfield going to start? Uh, from what it looks like, probably not. They're not giving him a lot of first reps. Uh, AFC West, is there anything out there? Are the Texans going to make a move? Can J.J. Watt stay healthy? Uh, you know, uh, uh, who, what's going to happen in the NFC uh, North? With the Packers. Yeah. Are the Bears going to be terrible again? Yes, they are. Next question. Can the Lions make a move? <laughs> Can the Vikings improve? Or are they going to take a step back now that they, uh, you know, well, they got Kirk Cousins, but is that going to be enough? Is that going to be something, you know, are, are they going to make that move? San Francisco, are now they're going to have a full year from training camp forward with Garoppolo, Mr. Porn Star Dater himself, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> uh, dating a porn star. Where you have him dating a porn star. You got Odell Beckham trying to buy hookers and, and, and get people. Was that the new one? Yeah, Odell Beckham apparently tried to pay a woman for sex. Way to go, Odell. <laughs> Good job. There was already the one that it might have been him. Nobody was sure or confirmed yeah. where there was a sex tape of him uh, 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 eating at the Y, as it were, uh, on some <laughs> on some young female. Now there's this, uh, plus the whole, you know, what is the what is the field goal kicking net going to think with all this stuff there? Is, the, is they going to leave him? Are they going to get a divorce after he proposed <laughs> marriage last year uh, to the lovely kicking net? Uh, what, what's the status of that relationship? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see as training camp moves on. Uh, so to take I, a step back real quick. You're, you said about the Browns? Yeah. I think there's one player on their team, not Josh Gordon, should be tested for uh, weed. Okay, who's that? Jarvis Landry. They, they well, quoted always. him as saying, they quoted him as saying that, um, You'll be lucky if we don't score 40 points on you a game. The Browns. Well, listen, we'll no I'm, gl- I'm glad he has confidence. Confidence There's is the confidence first part. Stupidity. Confidence is the first part. You got to have the confidence. You know what I mean? Every journey begins with one step. So we'll see. I will say this because <clears throat> I was going to get in this anyway, I'm, and this is going to be my overall kind of. Uh, because uh, 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 we'll get a little bit more in-depth next week 
okay. when, when we talk about uh, the NFL, we'll have the Hall of Fame game coming up. We'll start trying to get a little bit more in-depth. Again, we're not really a stat show. We never really were. Uh, but we'll try to get a little bit more in-depth. But for my overview, like this is what I'm going to – this is what I'm kind of looking at. First of all, why is there like some kind of beast outside your window? <laughs> I think I, I think Connor's coming through the window. Oh my God! Either that or Godzilla. <laughs> Are you watching a Godzilla trailer again? Jesus. Um, I think I think the Browns are going to be much improved. Do I think they make the playoffs? I don't know. Do I think Baker Mayfield is the savior? Well, everybody thought about that about Manziel, didn't they? Uh, so I I don't know, uh, but I think they will be improved. They have offensive weapons. They certainly have offensive weapons. That's yeah. not anything. You, now it's just getting the ball to them. That'll do. Uh, I don't like the idea that Hugh Jackson is still there after winning. It being one in thirty, you should not still have your job. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Yeah, but how much? How much was like him and the GM on the same page? I, d- I, I don't GM care. Makes the, the yeah, calls, but now they got. But, a, but now they got a new GM and a new GM. Like if I'm the new GM, I, w- I would want to get my own guy in there anyway. But he's keeping Hugh Jackson. So I mean, I I, I, I but I, I don't care how much you like the guy. I don't care how much you think you might be on the same page with the guy. If you're one and thirty, there is no reason on God's green good damn earth that you should still have a job, outside of being like you know a, a wide receiver coach, or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's just terrible. Um, I think again. I think the NFC is is it's an interesting dynamic. I think the Giants are much improved. You know, obviously I'm going to jump to my team first. I think the Giants are much improved. I think the Giants can be a playoff team this year, um, and I think they will give the Eagles a run. Do the Eagles take a step back? Do they have a Super Bowl hangover? Do they stay hungry? Uh, I, I, I can't answer those questions, but I honestly don't think – I don't see too much of a step back with the Eagles. Do I think they're going to be – what were they, 13-3 uh, yeah. uh, this past season? I don't think they go 13-3, and three, but I also don't think they go 9-7 and seven either. I think I think they're, they're – they're I think I probably if I had to say they'd probably be on an 11 win team, a 10 11 win team, maybe okay. more than so that. Gonna, maybe they surprise everybody, but I think that's where they're looking at. Uh, the Cowboys, without having Ezekiel Elliott's drama going on, uh, Dak Prescott's third season, get, hopefully get over the sophomore slump. Uh, where, where do the Cowboys stack up? And the Redskins, Redskins, Redskins got. Uh, they, I, I like the Redskins. I'm sorry. I think the Redskins can be. Do I? I think they're still the fourth team in that division, though. But I think yeah, they're much improved. That, I, I think agree. we're gonna have. I think we're gonna have another uh, NFC beast kind of see. It seems to always go back and forth between being the NFC least and the NFC beast. I think this yeah. season you're gonna have an NFC beast where you have a chance where all the teams are gonna be 500 or above. I think there's a good chance of that. I really do. Uh, again, when it comes to the AFC, though. And I'll, you know, again, these are early looks. This is just early, uh, you know, my early take on everything. I don't know how you can still bet against the Patriots. Yeah, they've lost key players, but they've done that before. Yeah, they've they, they don't look as good as they did last year when everybody's saying they were going sixteen and zero, and then they lost their first game. Guess what? They still <laughs> stood up in the Super Bowl. Uh, I have learned that whenever you try to count out the Patriots, is when the Patriots make a run and go and win the Super Bowl. So I, yeah. at this point, I've learned just. Don't ever, ever, ever 
count out the New England Patriots to, to make it to the Super Bowl. To me, they're still the favorite in the AFC. Uh, and I don't think, again, maybe the maybe the Dolphins make a move. Maybe the Dolphins do something. But, again, that's maybe it because the rest of that division, as, as usual, is booty. The Jets suck. The Bills are going to take a step back. I don't think the Bills are going to do anything. They made the playoffs last year for the first time in 20 years, 19 years, 20 years, 17 years, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, but and and to kind of go on top of you saying about the Patriots being dominant that, during that division, uh, this past week, Tony, not Soprano, um, the former Dolphins coach, he passed away this past week. Yes, Tony, Tony, yeah, Tony Sperano. He passed away. Yeah. He, was the, he was the current Vikings. Uh, I think it was the offensive line coach. Uh, yeah, something or, like or that. Or something of that nature. But yeah, he uh, ended up. When he was the head coach away. of the Dolphins, that was the last time the Patriots didn't win the division. Uh, eight years ago? Uh, right. But other I, than yes, that, they, they've always been up there. If you ever looked, and every now and then somebody will post the infographic of division champions since like 2000. And you look at other divisions, and other teams get, like, good runs going, like the Colts in the AFC South. Uh, The Eagles and Giants kind of went back and forth there a lot in the early 2000s. And again, recently, with their division titles, the Cowboys were smattered in there. The Redskins won one, I think. Uh, You know, and you see those kind of things. But then you look at the AFC East, and yes, outside of... The uh, one year with the Dolphins, and I think a couple years before that was the Jets actually won a division. Uh, I think so that's twice in 18 years that a team other than the Patriots have have won that division. Again, I'm I'm spitballing there. I think it's probably, uh, maybe it might be uh, twice out of 17 years or something of that nature. But the point is, is the Patriots own that division. That is the Patriots division. It's not even close. Uh, And and to think otherwise at this point uh, is just just silliness. Because it's it's not just the fact that, you know, the the Patriots are, are just good or better than everybody else. It's just that everybody else in that division sucks. Has sucked, and I don't think we're gonna we're, we're not getting a change to that anytime soon. They're just it's just a it's just a bad division outside of the Patriots. Um, yeah. But again, that might give them a road to the playoffs. But when you're in the playoffs, you still got to beat the best teams, and they do. So that's why I I, I, yeah, I can never count the Patriots out. So uh, who do I you know I I, I don't see anybody else from the AFC possibly being a challenger. Like, right now, it's hard to see. Now, again, halfway through the season, somebody might emerge. We might see the Patriots fall off. Uh, you know, we, there might be a surprise. There's always a surprise once, you know, there's always one big surprise. Last year was the Eagles. That was a huge surprise. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll see what it is this year. Maybe it'll be the Texans. Uh, but uh, I don't see Pittsburgh doing much simply because they're just, you know, they have talent, but they're just, they're they're dysfunctional. Beyond dysfunctional. I don't even, they're so dysfunctional, I, I, I honestly don't know uh, uh, if Mike Epps there, their head coach, what the hell's uh, Tomlin, I don't think Mike Tomlin. Oh, Mike Epps. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think, or Omar Epps. Mike Epps is the comedian, no, I'm thinking of Omar Epps. Uh, oh. I, I don't think, I don't think he's, he's making it out of the season if it gets that bad. And it can get that bad in Pittsburgh. It can, because yeah. Ben is just an ornery son of a bitch. 
Uh, Le'Veon Bell's going to be playing for a free agency contract, so he's going to try to run, 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 do all that he can, uh, you know, catch passes, do whatever. Now, here's the thing. Will Pittsburgh intentionally try to sandbag him? That could be something that happens, too, because that team is so dysfunctional. No, because that would be what he wants. No, it depends on but, if you, what would you trade him for. What 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 could value could you, you? I don't think you could get the value for him. I don't think you could get. Though. I don't think you get the value for him. Even it's a, a seventh round draft pick, you're still getting something back for someone that's going to leave. No, I, yeah, no, but you you, you won't do. It. Nobody's going to do that. I don't see them doing that. So I don't know. Like, I mean, but, it, but you think yeah, they, if they go zero and four? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's again. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't think there's anybody. Yeah, do the is. Raiders? Do the Raiders come back in the AFC West? Do they try to? Because the AFC West kind of seems weak to me right now. The Raiders could could make a jump. I'd like to see the Raiders do something. I'd like to see the Raiders get a Super Bowl before they go to Vegas, get one last Super Bowl for Oakland. I'd like to see that. So I'm kind of that team is a little dysfunctional. Well, the Raiders are always kind of, but the Raiders actually look good. The Raiders look good. I like them. So we'll see. Um, and as far as the NFC, I don't know if there's really a clear-cut favorite. I think obviously everyone's going to think the Eagles because they're the defending Super Bowl champions. But we'll still win again. Uh, Jesus Christ! I knew it was going to start with you. <laughs> but I don't think you can. I don't think you can can really pinpoint anybody. Like uh, the Eagles look look you know, like a favorite, and you can never count out the Packers. Will the Lions do something? Will the Vikings do something without Bradford? Without uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, who do they got? Kirk Cousins. Do they got Kirk Cousins? Will that do something? The Falcons are kind of perennial guys, but they're always kind of an on and off team. Same with the Saints. The Saints are always going to be in the discussion, but you know, here's the question: Will they have a defense this year? I don't know. Will or Tampa a guy Bay, like a tackle. What's Tampa Bay going to do without Jameis Winston for the four? He's got a three or four game suspension. Three yeah, games. Three game. Yeah. So they were kind of improving. What are they going to do now? What, I mean, what impact does this have? Is Jameis Winston done in Tampa Bay, which some people are trying to talk about? So much stuff going on. I love it. Football season. Football is back too. With us. Wait, what's back? I said, I love that football is back, too. Oh, you too. love that football I was agreeing back? with you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, then just think, not too long after that, hockey starts again, and then it's cold weather and pumpkin spice lattes. And coffee. And sweet, delicious coffee and water. And pumpkin beer. Oh god, pumpkin beer! I will drink pumpkin coffee. <laughs> I will not. I don't. I don't understand your love of that pumpkin beer, but that stuff makes me want to vomit. You gotta put a little bit of uh, whipped cream vodka. It's a uh, pumpkin oh, pie. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> my ex, my ex girlfriend used to love the pumpkin beer too. I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. Both these, gross, gross. <laughs> I got my cider. Give me your cider. Dude, Apple cider. There's a joke I could do, but I'm I'm not gonna. What? No, you have no. You have no. No, 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 no. You have to do it. Now you have to. The only difference between me and her is her favorite movie is Cool Runnings. No, that was the, the ex. No, that's the ex-wife. Why well, this one too? No, no, the ex-wife had sex with a Jamaican. <laughs> you were. Well, so- she was listening. No, no, Jimbo, don't be racist. <laughs> I am not. That's going to be. Uh, we're going to have to make that a hashtag. Hashtag. Don't be racist. Uh, 
either that or this is already going to be the last show. We just started. It's going to be our last show again. Uh, <laughs> but no, pumpkin beer, no. Pumpkin pumpkin spice lattes and coffee, sure. Go nuts. Uh, pumpkin spice cookies, yeah, I dig it. Pumpkin rolls, like those cool little desserts, pumpkin rolls. That's good. Oh, I got to make you one. And even uh, pumpkin ice cream, I would do. But uh, pumpkin beer, just, just no. I will stick to my apple and pear cider. Tastes like fall. Tastes like football. Tastes like, tastes like history. Our great presidents and founding fathers used to drink cider in the morning to wake up every day. That's what I try. That's what I want to emulate. I want to drink hard apple cider when I wake up. Make myself drink like the presidents. Drink like your founding fathers. The way America was meant to be. Drink like a king. No, we don't want to drink. Now, now, granted, my last name is King, but we're Americans. We don't drink like a king. We don't drink like Americans because we're free, baby. Woo! America. Freedom. Uh, so anyway, that is going to do it for this episode of Stay Tuned Sports. I thought we had a good one. I think it was good. Yeah. I think it was entertaining. We had some MMA talk. We had some wrestling talk for some reason. We had uh, some football talk. Yes. There really wasn't too much else going on this week, unfortunately. That's it. We're kind of in the dog days of August here, or almost in the dog days of August. We're at the end of July here. Uh, yeah. So we have training camp starting up, which is good. Baseball still hasn't gotten interesting yet, uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, we already talked about uh, Manny Machado going out yeah. there to Los Angeles, so that's good for him. But uh, as for us, uh, that's going to do it again one more time. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, you can at ST Sports Podcast. That is the uh, Twitter for the show. My personal one is at King of Skunk Duck, K-A-N-G of O-F Skunk Duck, S-K-U-N-K. And if you don't know how to spell duck, I don't know what to tell you. Jimbo, how can they get you? You can catch me at Jimbo ST Sports. Jimbo ST Sports. Again, that's all on Twitter. And again, you can find us on iTunes. Tune in. Uh, we are even on Google Play. You can find us wherever all your finest podcasts are. We're going to try to get on Spreaker and maybe even try to get on Spotify soon. Why not? Uh, but until next week, my name is King. And it's your good friend, Jimbo. And this has been Stay Tuned Sports. See ya!